Here we go. Hey there, folks. This is your host, Cameron Ivey of Privacy Please, and thank you so much for tuning in each and every week. If this is your first time, welcome to the show. Tell your friends about it if you like it. If you don't, let's just pretend you didn't listen to it. Thanks again for coming in, and we hope you enjoy the show. All righty then, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of Privacy Please. Cameron Ivey and Gabe Gums here. Oh, it's another Monday. It's another Overreaction Monday. Coming in hot. It is December 11th, 3.38 p.m. Eastern. I don't know why I'm being specific with the time, but uh, welcome. (laughs) (laughs) Oddly specific with the time. Yeah, well, you know, some people like it, I guess. Some people, all you creepers out there that want to know the time and where we are, there you go. Don't 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 share it with them anymore. Let let them wonder. Let them let them let them, let okay. them fret. Let them fret. Keep it uh, keep it on the DL. Let them they, they, let, let them wonder whether or not it's Tuesday. You know what? It's <laughs> always whatever day it is when you heard this. That's whatever true. Whatever date is. is you're listening to this is the day it is. That's, that's, that's very true. Yeah. Okay. How are you? How are you? I'm good. I'm good. It's uh, getting closer to Christmas, so I'm shopping for my four-year-old, almost five-year-old. Um, so it's fun. I can't wait to. I mean, that's this is such a fun days age. Days is wild. Like that seems way too soon. That's two weeks. Mm-hmm. I don't feel prepared. Nope. Nope. I Never don't even am. know what the hell I need to prepare for, but I don't feel prepared for it. <laughs> well, whatever you celebrate, Christmas. What is it? Uh, Festivus. Festivus. Hanukkah. Hanukkah. Kwanzaa. Uh, Kwanzaa. You got New Year's. New Year's. Everybody, Diwali passed already. Diwali already <laughs> passed. So everybody listening, happy all those. Yeah. Merry. Merry all Mary, those. Merry everything. <laughs> Someone's going to get mad and at us. Put the Christ Do it. in Christmas. Calm Do down. it. I'm not scared. We didn't touch him. We didn't touch you him. coming at us? We didn't touch him. Come at us. As I understand it, many people have found him. So you should go talk to them. I mean, to be honest with you, you can find just about anything on X now. Um, pre- previously known as Twitter, but X has become that is what it is. It should probably be XXX. Is it really? Oh, I was, oh, I was just going to say, like, I, I logged off close to a year ago. Yeah, it's if anything goes in. on there. It's um, not back in. It's the definition of freedom of pretty much anything. And now that the investors have backed out, who knows what's going to happen with it. Um, and everybody seems to be going to threads. Ugh. It's yeah, it's like weird. I don't know. I'm, I don't know. So they're going to trade what I'm not sure what the trade off is because all privacy is lost in threads. Yeah. I don't know. I don't get it. But that, I just know that it's a mess right now. Cause I mean, you saw that whole thing. I think it was a couple weeks back where Elon basically said F you to, uh, I saw the, the investors, or I yeah. think it was the investors, right? Or I don't the, know if it was the investors. Was it the not investors? The investors the, oh, the, uh, no, it was advertisers. It was advertisers. advertisers. Sorry, yeah. sorry, advertisers. 
Allegedly. I mean, they, they, they might as well be your investors, really. But it's yeah. <laughs> yeah. allegedly. I mean, now, if, that, if that's no, the case. No, it wasn't alleged. I saw, I saw like that, that clip. It, unless the clip was well cherry-picked, that, that clip sounded very much like he stated he was not going to be held, quote, um, what was it? Uh, uh, he wasn't going to be that. I mean, I'm not going to quote him. Like, well, yeah, he's something to the effect of being ransomed by them or something like that. Yeah, like controlled that. by them, basically. <laughs> yeah, which, yeah, yeah. Which, you know what? I applaud him for that. Because, um, I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I, I'm generally speaking, applauding that stance, yes, except I don't feel like that's how it works. Like, no one is holding you res. Like, it is advertising. Yeah. If, if they feel that their brand does not align with your brand values as a platform to advertise on and or they feel like their audience is no longer engaged in that platform. It's not a threat. That's Yeah. That's fair. I'll tell you one thing. It's pure entertainment <laughs> and I'll take it. Entertainment. I'll take it. So so let's turn to let's turn IT, to IT soap opera. Yeah, let's go to let's go to IT the next star. chapter. Let's go to the next chapter in technology love, soap opera. I would love to see that like in a Spanish form because <laughs> Spanish soap operas are very dramatic. You want an IT novella is what you're looking for. <laughs> you're looking for an IT novella. <laughs> I'd like that. Yeah, it's yeah. not to be confused with novel. <laughs> novel, yes. No, you're looking for an IT novella. All right. So let's go to this first overreaction. Um Apple blocks Beeper Mini's iMessage service, citing security concerns. Beeper tries to get app running again. So let's let's break this one down. Yeah, so, let's break it down. So there's an organization, there's a new startup called Beeper. That's the name of the organization. Um, Bieber, not Justin Bieber. Beeper, right? Beeper, yeah. Bieber, okay, not Bieber. Yeah, yeah, no. Are you a <laughs> not, 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 not a Bieber. Sorry, Beeps. No, Beeps. Uh, and so co-founded by. Eric Michikowski, um of uh, of Y Combinator fame, right? Like, I, I don't, like, I don't, I don't know how well our audience tracks different things or in and around technology, but Y Combinator is is kind of the uh, they they are the they're the golden child of technology startup incubators, right? Like, they they are the they are the ones, and, and Eric is one of the partners there, um, mm-hmm. and a hell of a product guy, hell of a product guy. So anyway. Co-founder of this this company, Beeper, and they released a product called Beeper Mini. Um, and so, there's a high likelihood that you've seen some of this uh, some of this conversation flying around the, the interwebs. And so, what the what this app allowed you to do was it allowed for a secure conversation to occur via text message between an iPhone and an Android phone. Okay. That's what Beeper Mini does. Today, when you try to text message cross platform, what do you get? You get that different color. You get that different the green. Color. You get the green versus Which the blue. We right? all know if you're Apple's users, we uh, absolutely loathe. And it, it also begs the question: Why do Apple users love it? I, I think society has attached to it in a weird way, <laughs> right? True. Like they put this like socioeconomic stance on it, like oh. We don't mess with the green colored text. Like, wow, that's low that's like brow, no man's right? land. Nobody right, like right, that. Like, which is like wild because like what? Like Android platforms are freaking awesome. Um, yeah. But, but the thing is, what it actually does is that blue tells you that you are now having a secure conversation. 
you are now having an end-to-end encrypted conversation. So that's that. That's that's why everyone should actually like that. It's, right. It, they should like it because it gives them the ability to like securely communicate via text message with their friends. And it shouldn't matter what platform your friends are on. You should just be allowed to. You should be allowed to communicate with them securely. Right, like that—that that would be nice. That would be ideal, I, but Apple does not allow that to happen natively. Um, that doesn't happen natively at all. So, on that's why you get the green, the green text and, right. and the blue text. So, Beeper Mini solved this problem, which, as you might imagine, lots of people were really interested in this. Like, are sure. you kidding me? I want—I want to talk securely with, with my, uh, with my, my, with anyone that I want. Quite frankly, my Android. <laughs> Quote unquote friends. Yes, exactly. Right. Quote unquote friends. <laughs> yeah. And so, so Apple so look, shut the Apple shut the service down. And now was that because now I'm reading that it says it's about fake credentials. So there was something that it was basically posing a risk to user security and privacy because there, of these fake credentials. And so the the question I have, of course, for Apple, my reaction to that is is it not a risk to have all of these people communicating unsecurely? Like, where's the risk? Because if if the goal is to have a a secured encrypted communication channel, then what you're doing effectively is not allowing that to occur. With which, by the way, there's the market is about split in the U.S. Right? Like, androids yeah. dominate the market globally. Androids have like seventy percent or more of the market share around the globe. That's oh, really I didn't know yeah. That. Oh, absolutely. That, Around the world, most people don't use iPhones. Um, a large part of that is 100% cost, right? That goes back to that 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 bourgeois. Ooh, That's true. Green green text. Hmm, I don't okay. know if I want to talk okay. green text. Right. And you've got organizations like Huawei that make amazing Samsung phones. Although, you know, there's some thoughts on Huawei, whether or not you might want to use their, their hardware, Chinese-based uh, um, company. But around yeah, the world- iPhones Samsung, are being made in China now, right? <laughs> you're preaching to the choir. Um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you. Th- th- that is the counter argument. That it's like, but right, but yeah. you know, they make those in China, right? Right. Um, <laughs> the uh, but most of the world uses Android as a phone platform. But also, interestingly, outside of the U.S., I'm certain lo- lots of folks, you know, have encountered this. Most folks also use separate text messaging platforms. They use Telegram. They use Signal. Right. Like they. Right. But most of them don't. They use WhatsApp, like most of the world's on WhatsApp. So if you are in the EU, for example, there's a high likelihood that it doesn't matter to you whether or not your friend's texts are green or blue, because you're communicating via one of those other platforms anyway, like, like WhatsApp or Instagram, right. Right? Like, whatever it is, that most of the world uses those other, they do not use their native SMS texting capabilities. That's also a price thing. That's a cost thing as well. Um, and then it just became a cultural thing. But in the States, in the US, where this app was released, about half the market is iPhones and about another half of the market is Android. And so Apple is effectively saying that, yeah, no, it's a security issue, but it's not a security issue that half of the market of all of the people in the United States cannot communicate securely by text message with the other half of the people. Right. That's the argument. Now, is it? But, but okay, so when it comes to, so you think Apple is just doing this because they want to keep things Apple? I think 
I, I I think I need a better explanation um, from Apple. I don't know. Like, who the fuck is Gabe? I'm not giving you a better explanation, Gabe. I'm just get out of here. Right. But I need a better explanation for, from Apple as to, to, like, why then would they not close the other massive security loophole of not being able to securely text with the other half of mm. the United States. Like, why don't you then close out? Cause that hole has existed for a very long time. Like if, if you are being, tr- if you are, if I'm to take the, the, the spirit of your statement true, then why have you never demonstrated some desire to, to close that security? Hole? I can tell you why. Mm. Because if there's such thing like this, it defeats the purpose of those 70% using Android to switch over to Apple. Mm-hmm. It, or at least it, makes it harder a harder case for those some of those people to move to apple mm-hmm. which is money loss for apple you think it incentivizes it, it, it there's a perverse incentive there for them to not service the sure. Android market it's yeah. gotta be yeah no it makes sense there there's definitely a, a i don't even know if it's perverse there is certainly an incentive to not service a competing platform Right, I get it. Yeah, absolutely. Now, do you think do you think that that's the main reason, and they're using this privacy and security thing as a sh- like a front, in in terms of making it sound like they care about that? You know what I mean? App- like, I think Apple has been selling us as consumers that they are a privacy focused company very hard for the last like what four or five years. They've been selling that message real yeah, hard. Very They've been smart. leading with privacy for the last several years, and so this just feels like a, a bit of of hypocrisy, right? Like if, right. it's okay. We're big boys and girls. If you just tell us we don't want to serve as a competing platform, we will understand. Right. <laughs> you can say it out loud. You can say the quiet thing out loud. In this case, like, <laughs> say it out loud. But, just say it. but yeah, say, just say it. But, yeah. but it's really, really difficult to buy the, Oh, this is, this is because it's a security violation. Now. And I, I and I get it on a technical level. If right. What is happening is that they are acting as a man in the middle. Then I understand how one can make that claim. But most of the internet operates as, 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 as a man in the middle in, in, in a lot of secure chain certificates too. Right. So there is a way to solve that problem that, that doesn't, that makes this, on the surface, just a real non-issue. Yeah. So yeah, I'm calling a little bit of bullshit on. So it sounds like it was like two dollars a month to have this um, beeper mini app to connect uh, Android, and they specifically say to help Android users have access to iOS users via iMessage. So it gives them that iMessage connection. People were willing to pay cash. Which is probably an incentive for Apple to be like, well, if they're willing to pay cash just a text message from their Android, if we can stop them from having an app to do that, then ultimately those people will pay cash to come use Apple eventually. I have a better idea. I think everyone should just move to Signal and stop putzing around with it at this point. (laughs) Like like at this point, just yeah. Like at this point, that's free, right? That's free. It is free. Um. You will you, you will equally avoid some of the telemetry problems we reported um, from Apple last week, where you know, based on uh, on push notifications, uh, a lot of that data was finding its way into the government's hands. So, signal. I say that's the answer. If you're willing to pay cash for that one, tell your iPhone friends if they're really friends to get on Signal. Tell your Android friends if they're really friends to get on Signal. And if you're all really friends, you'll all just be on Zing. <laughs> yeah. 
Oh, friendship. That's the first time I think we well, – that's not. I was, we've, we've very openly endorsed Signal before, literally, all the way back to episode number one. I was going to say that's the first time I think we've, like, wholeheartedly, like, endorsed the product, but that's not true. Um, no, even – yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But Signal it, in particular, hell yeah, <laughs> worth the endorsement. Go use it. It's a good one. And Signal, if you're listening, anyone, and you want to be a sponsor, come on. <laughs> Privacy, please. Let's go. What's, what's your signal-to-noise ratio? <laughs> Um, anything else on this one, Gib? No, it, it remains to be seen. Um, you know, uh, Beeper is, is, is actively trying to, to, uh, fight this and, you know, we'll, we'll see, we'll see what else Apple responds with, but it could ultimately just go away. This, this could all just go up in smoke and, and disappear too. Apple does have that right to not allow anything they want on their platform. They have that right. They do. It is their, so. it is their platform. We don't want to overreact. No, it's why you as a consumer have a right to – you have a right to choose what platform you want to be on, too. That's right. I mean, choice. Choices. Bit of an illusion in in the telecom world, but whatever. (laughs) Yeah, we all all think we have choices, but everything is um, strategically formed in the the way of making us think we have a choice. That's right. It's all in the Matrix, friends. It's all in the Matrix. Well, apparently, this is all simulation, Gabe. It certainly seems like it. All right, let's go to the next one. Um, let's see here. Why declining cookies could now be worse for your privacy than accepting it? Hmm. Question here is, Gabe, who stole the cookies from the cookie jar? It wasn't me. It wasn't me. Then who? Could be. Wait a minute. <laughs> I'm assuming it was uh, GDPR is the answer. GDPR, GDPR. Stole, GDPR stole your cookies. If you're an advertiser and you're looking for your cookies out of your cookie G- G- jar, GDPR stole. GDPR is that stole. Five shots fired at, at Sh- GDPR? No, not at all. No, no, no. Oh, nothing okay, but okay. hugs. Nothing but hugs and love. Oh, but hugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nothing but loves and hug with GDPR. Um, all right. But, XO, uh, XO. A little XO, kiss, a little hug. <laughs> XO, XO. Kiss, kiss. <laughs> but what what these scientists found was that um, some researchers were looking and and they they're basically stating that advertisers are able to uh, somewhat identify the group the demographics of of individuals that reject cookies right like they're basically most of the most of the world might be clicking yes to these cookies and like some percentage of us are saying no and we stand out from the crowd right we stand out from the crowd and so they're able to 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 identify uh who those folks are and so they're posing the a very legitimate question um but i think they're making it a little bit of a statement for me but is it is it problematic that they can identify that group of people now based on their not not uh accepting accepting the cookies it doesn't look like they can narrowly identify them like it looks like they can demographically identify them right like it's basically saying like i i can tell that this group of people do not smoke crack cocaine it's like okay the rest of those people are just going along and hitting accept all the cookies and so they're obviously abusing some form of narcotic (laughs) but this group of people over here like they they ne- they don't do it. They never do it. They they seem to take the extra time for all the new sites they visit to reject cookies, and they seem to all be in these related industries, and they're all between these age groups, and they're uh, 
and they are, you know, probably predominantly this sex and, and probably within this, this income range. Mm-hmm. And I could see that like a very non-scientific, just thinking about the people that I know, <clears throat> regardless of what they do for a living and whether or not they are as diligent about rejecting cookies as I might be. <clears throat> no, the internet is a, friction-laden place between ads and and cookie warnings. And so a lot of people will just click the yes button through everything, right? Like hell, that's that's how that's how virus had been viruses had been propagating since the early days was just users just clicking buttons, just like go, go. So I don't th- So okay, so you let's challenge it. it. Sounds like we want to challenge it, of course. I challenge it. I challenge it. I think I think this is actually a good thing. I think this is the the direction we should want to be in or heading in where if you can identify loosely the group of people based on on, on a collective activity then yeah, sure, target them based on that based on what you know. That is not the same as as you know like re-identifying that person after they've, you know, attempted to de-identify themselves, right? Like this isn't re-identification. This is, this is cohorting, right? Like you can group them into, into, it's like, ah, look, all of these people are likely going to be between, you know, the ages of 25 and 55. All right, great. I feel personally attacked. Hey, you should. It turns out <laughs> if you live in America and you're over 34, this is likely you, is what they claim. Which means you are more likely to be giving your data away unintentionally. Mm-hmm. How dare they? I mean, I, I can't, you know. I believe it. You got to believe in if, science. If you, if you walk outside of our technology, privacy, and security echo chamber, you know, most of, most of the rest of the lay world, so to speak. Yeah, this is just, these pop-ups have just become a massive annoyance and they don't understand why. Mm-hmm. Just annoying. Why do I have to do all this? What's the problem here? I'll just clear my cookies once a week, like I used to. Right, right. <laughs> okay, so let's let's turn to what, what's the best practice then, Gabe, for these people that uh, have that outlook on cookies. I I think a the people that are rejecting them should continue to reject them. Um, that you can identify again this this group of healthy people based on. On their 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 workout habits and the fact that they do not uh, abuse drugs is fine. All right, I'm going to stop. I'm going to stop abusing that analogy. But I think this pract- I, I don't think there's a real problem here. I think there's a real opportunity here um, to maybe shift more of the advertising behavior to things that are more cohort based or whatever else they're working on. I'm no advertiser, but yeah. definitely getting away from that hyper personalized. I'm going to just try and drive something directly into Cameron's eyeballs because I've intentionally went and gathered these 1,000 data points about it. Like, too much. Too much. Too much. Too much. <laughs> I don't know why, but I thought of a really funny skit of where, because you had the drug analogy, if you, you know, you found like a homeless person and you're like, hey, man. And, you know, sometimes if you ever ask them, like, if the conversation comes up, you're like, how'd you get here? Too many cookies, man. Too many cookies. <laughs> Too many cookies. I couldn't handle it. Couldn't handle the cookies. (laughs) Sounds like something Seth MacFarlane may have written. (laughs) (laughs) Something on uh, Family Guy. I can definitely see that. Yeah, totally, totally. (laughs) Too many cookies. Yeah, no, I'm, uh, I'm, 
it's interesting that that this data is coming out. It 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 says it says a lot. It it might even be useful. Maybe I don't know. Um, no, it's not. I was going to say, is it useful that everyone else is accepting it and, and that group looks similar? But no, because they're giving up their data. They're sh- they're telling more about themselves. I think that's the real that's the real buried lead here is that mm. the masses are not taking enough control of their own privacy, even in limited fashions. And it is in their defense that this is happening because there's friction across all of these sites. No one needs or wants to have to click on these things. You right. should just opt us out by default. If I sign up for a newsletter, then opt me in, right? Like there should be some trig activity to opt people in. But it, should be, opt, it should be opt out by default. That's the problem. Well, again, this is the... This is the, I don't know what the the term is, but this is definitely the trick where it makes it seem like you have the choice. Mm. But in in reality, it's they're going to win more than they're going to lose with Mm. having these opt outs um, or having these options to decline or opt in. Mm. I mean, even in this article, it says it says your best tactic is to to use whatever mood you're in for the day that determines whether you accept or reject the cookies That's to confuse so awful the algorithm that sounds like a terrible word of advice that might be the worst advice i've ever seen given in this context like that's really bad who is this uh, according to daily the who is daily d a l y nevertheless down i don't daily that's just, not the writer, is it? Oh, wait. No, it's a Dr. Elizabeth Daly is a computer research scientist. Leads the interactive AI group. Sorry, Elizabeth, but I'm going to call res- BS I'm on gonna this I'm going to have one. to respectfully disagree. <laughs> I am. I, I'm going to have to respect. Because yeah. what you're saying is like half the time or some random number of times, give up all your data. Uh, to confuse the algorithm, some random number of times, give up more data about yourself. No. It sounds like that's it's almost basically just like i don't know if she's a real person how do i know this dr elizabeth daly is not just an ai an ai yeah, we we could go do our research but that's i'm sure that sounds like uh it sounds like something the bbc should have done when they reported on this yeah. <laughs> that's true come on bbc it sounds like the kind of thing the bbc should have done come on man journalism this is why, this is why we trust move. the associated press that's why i would get all my news from the associated press unreal <laughs> well we challenge this one this is i'm gonna call bs challenge. on that one flag on the play someone get a rubber chicken the play. Get too throw. much thrusting on the too play much thrusting. <laughs> too much thrusting We're there was a lot of thrusting flag. In, in the privacy direction there like, uh, <laughs> a little little much a little much we're gonna have much. to that's a that's a that's a penalty and uh, fifteen yards because that can, is just gonna have to assess two cookies to <laughs> go ahead and assess an extra two cookies. Someone's going to timeout. Yeah, you're going in the corner. Yeah. All right. Well, <laughs> um, I think that kind of wraps it up for today's episode. Uh, this is some good stuff. And if uh, again, if you guys hear this today or tomorrow. Uh, we do have a live episode happening this Thursday, uh, December fourteenth. Uh, Wrapping up the year, yeah, nine nine Pacific, twelve PM Eastern, on LinkedIn. Check it out. Jump on. Join us. If not, it'll also be um, uh, able to listen to uh, later 
as well on the podcast. So Gabe, appreciate you, man. Just well, you, my friend. I'll see you, sir. Hey, you guys made it all the way to the end. Thanks for listening. Again, if this is your first time, we really appreciate the support and everyone that's always been around since the beginning. We love you guys. Keep supporting Privacy, please. And we'll always have new content each and every week. Cameron Ivy, over and out.